0: But first off, as you heard on Southeast Radio News and you heard on the wires, disturbing scenes in Dublin over the whole area of migration. I'm joined by Colette Bennett, who is the uh, Social Justice Ireland a policy analyst in this area. Good morning. Good morning. I see you're very much in the news today. You say Ireland's existing approach to international protection is not fit for purpose and it comes after a fire was lit at refugee tents near Sandwich Street and Gardaí were called to an anti-immigration protest on Mount Street over the weekend. It's really worrying, isn't it? It's very, very disturbing.
1: It's really disturbing. I mean, this, this shouldn't be happening and our point in, in launching the policy brief that we are today um, that was actually put together before the events of this weekend. It was about the fact that we are not preparing properly for immigration. We're not forecasting properly. We're not planning our services, our infrastructure, things like our housing, our healthcare, our childcare, our education. We're not planning it on the basis of the people who are going to be here all people who are going to be here migration is a fact of life and it's going to be an increasing fact of life as we th- see things like the increase in the impact of climate change on less developed countries and let's be very clear here of the 21 and a half million people who are forced to migrate every year we get a very very small proportion here and we cannot cope with it because we have not been able to plan for it properly But among the recommendations that we have in our brief um, that's launched this morning was uh, to combat mis- and disinformation. This hate speech, this far-right rhetoric, whatever you want to call it, it is extremely dangerous. It is going to cost lives and that needs to be addressed. And we have seen moves by the government in the last while. There was a commission on um, media that was put together a report recently, um, and they established a working group on disinformation. That needs to ramp up what it is doing. And it, politicians need to come out and condemn, in the strongest terms, the types of things that are happening, the type of thing that happened across Sandwich Street at the weekend. Right.
0: Um, is, and this that, that that of, is this happening. a one off, Colette, what, what happened in Sandwich Street? Or, or or is it escalating?
1: It's escalating. This was coming. So we have seen what was happening in protests in Finglas. We've seen what was happening in protests in Ballymun, in East Wall, down in Kerry. Um, it's happening across the board. And what is happening is there are communities who have experienced disadvantage for the last 15 years, since the last crash. They have The reason those spaces exist to warehouse migrants is because they weren't being invested in. So if you have an influx of of new people, whether it's because you're building an apartment block or you've got migrants coming in, you're going to have residents in areas that have legitimate concerns about what that means for their resources. What is that going to mean? If you have an additional 100 people are you getting the the additional housing? Are you getting the additional healthcare? Are you getting the additional school spaces? And they are reasonable questions to ask. But because government was not addressing those questions, was not dealing with it, it has given a foothold. And I'm not saying government are responsible for the far-right rhetoric. I'm definitely not. But they have allowed a foothold to take place that is is infiltrating communities. It's Mm. spreading lies about people. It's spreading absolute hatred. It is fear and this is an escalation of
0: that. Are we likely to see something like this if this continues I'm not aware of it happening here in County Wexford and please God it never happens in County Wexford but do you fear an escalation if something is not done to tackle it?
1: I absolutely do. I absolutely do. Leaving vulnerable people, and let's remember, these are people who are fleeing from something. Many of them have arrived here with just the clothes that they are wearing. They're fleeing persecution, they're fleeing wars, they're fleeing damage to the area that they lived in where they just can't live there anymore. Um, So it's not that these are people coming in to take up high-paying jobs in tech sectors or anything like that. And we're preparing for them. What we're not preparing for is for people who have nothing. Mm. So what we're doing instead is we're warehousing them in derelict buildings or we're putting them in tents. And the more insecure somebody's accommodation is, the more susceptible they are to violence within that space. Um, Because we've seen with Sandwich Street, it was so accessible. That it was it was possible to do what happened this weekend. So absolutely, I would very much fear an escalation of this.
0: And what is causing the friction? When you when you when you cut to, to the chase, what is causing the friction? Do you think what is friction um, I think the friction? certainly
1: contributing to it, if not any one root cause. I think there are some people who will agitate for hatred, irrespective of what's happening. Um, but I certainly a contributing factor is that we have a multiple crisis here anyway. We, you know, we're all aware of the housing crisis. We're all aware of the waiting lists for help, uh, particularly now around uh, mental health services. We're all aware of poverty numbers and the fact that poverty has increased between 21 and 22. Um, so we already had these crises. There has been an underinvestment, and there's no reason for an underinvestment. We're looking at a government surplus this year of 10 billion and 16 billion next year, 65 billion in total in the next number of years. There is no reason for the level of underinvestment that is causing, that is contributing to this. Um, and it's, it's just because there is a, a scarcity of resources. It has allowed people to spread these lies and this hatred.